0: Back with The Takeaway, I'm Melissa Harris-Perry. We're giving you a behind-the-scenes listen at how The Takeaway is made. One very special member of our control room team is engineer Vince Fairchild. Now be clear, we are a team of very vocal radio producers. So Vince can sometimes be the quiet one. Of course, that means when he speaks, better go ahead and listen. In fact, y'all have been listening. Many of the stories that you've heard, like the struggles of Mason, Tennessee. Mason matters because we have been here, the majority of us, all our lives. And we're not just somebody who you can just push over, walk over. Or this one. My name is Nikki Giovanni. I am a poet. (laughs) Yep, those ideas come right from Vince and he fact-checks in the moment like none other. He sound designs with mastery, and he's so good that when our director Jay is out, Vince slides right into the director's chair with a plum.
1: And that is spelled A-P-L-O-M-B. That is correct.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that actually happens a lot, y'all. Vince tends to try to get my pronunciations and my spellings together. And we know that that is part of what makes him remarkable. So without further ado, hey, Vince. Hey,
1: Melissa. All
0: right. I am in North Carolina, and y'all are in the control room in New York. So I guess I don't actually know what it is you
1: do. Broadly speaking, my job is to make sure that the radio show sounds clear, good, that everything could be heard and understood. And then on on a smaller scale, I'm doing things like making sure that someone turns up a volume somewhere or uh, gets closer to a mic. I might clean up some uh, recorded audio just to make it a little bit clearer. So it kind of depends on each segment, each show.
0: Well, you say it like it's kind of straightforward, but when I am in New York and I do look at this control room, Whoa, you have this huge (laughs) equipment in front of you. It really does look like the Star Trek Enterprise.
1: Yeah, sometimes I wonder if uh, audio engineers have designed their equipment to be more impressive than it really needs to be. But the idea is that should a situation arise when we need maybe five guests, three hosts, three different live feeds from different satellite channels, a computer over here that has all our sound effects, then we can maybe do that potentially. But but really, on most days, my big soundboard that I'm sitting in front of, uh, I'm probably only using maybe one-fifth of it.
0: All right. How did you come to work in a radio?
1: Well, I grew up listening to public radio. Um, I studied music in college and, uh, and audio recording. Uh, I had a college radio show for three years in college. Uh, which I really loved, and uh, when it came time to do a college internship, uh, I looked to the nearby public radio station and did an internship there, and that turned into a job uh, where I was working for about seven years, and that was uh, that was in Boston, and then I came to New York uh, to work at the Takeaway.
0: Wait a minute, in college, what was your radio show?
1: It was very. It changed over time. It kind of ended up being a mix of uh, surf rock music, a lot of old instrumental music. And then my co-host Dan and I would just kind of get on air and talk to each other and do like silly improv bits. Uh, So it was like very free form.
0: I love that. Now you've been here with The Takeaway for 15 years on this show for its entire history. Besides paying the bills, what has kept you on this changing team, this changing show for so long?
1: Well, a big part of it is the team, and we've always had great people here working at The Takeaway. It's just been a wonderful environment to work in, very supportive team. And the other thing is the mission of The Takeaway. Uh, I, I've always felt that I wanted to be a part of a team and a program that really looked beyond what most people news media was doing and tried to find some of the untold stories in the country and bring those to light. So it's just always been a rewarding part of my career to be a support person in that mission.
0: Um when you think about um this team and you know this show, which again has changed so much over time, but it has always been in, as you said, public radio, uh you know, sort of a medium on which you were raised what is the public in public radio that matters to you
1: I think the word public to me is really important in the sense that it means that this is here as a public good for everybody anybody and everybody can learn can uh, be exposed to new ideas it is here as a another arm of the democratic mission of the country to make sure that we have an informed public and that we bring to light the many different facets of American life, of the different people that have come here, that have different experiences, uh, the, the stories that just don't get told that much, and also to shine a light on public policy in this country.
0: I always feel Vince like you have these bits and bites and deep recesses of information that will show up in like surprising moments, right? We'll be, you know, um, you know, recording a segment on one topic and you're like, oh, but actually, and then tell me something about, you know, the Ming dynasty and how it connects back or something. I'm wondering, is that from being the kind of deep listener that you are? Is it because you're staying up late at night reading the encyclopedia? Where do you think that deep platform emerges for from you?
1: Well, I just love details. I mean, if I'm watching any kind of documentary, there are, I see, like, multiple different points in the story where I say, wait, pause. I want to know more about that. Um, I just I just love going deep on any topic. Um uh, I like to remember a quote that I've heard from uh, the writer John Hodgman. He says, specificity is the soul of narrative. And to me, that reminds me that to really land a story, you want to make sure that there's something real in it that uh, that people can connect to, uh, to not keep things too abstract and broad. And also, it's certainly the gravity that I feel pulling me towards details can also be a little problematic because I can get mired down in that and forget to do things like the laundry or the do the dishes. Uh, but yeah, I have to make sure that I don't play trivial pursuit too much because I would just get like way too intense with it.
0: Although I imagine if you do the dishes, you get every single spot, right? Because it's like the details matter.
1: To me, it's not clean if it's not clean. You got to I see spot on there, do it again. You haven't finished.
0: Are there stories um, that you've told throughout the year, has been part of telling maybe moments um, with a guest who was either in the studio or even remote where you were like, whoa, I am not going to forget this one?
1: Well, as a sound person, you know, I just love working with sound. Um, And any story that we've done that talks about sound and the world of sound around us, I've really been excited about. I remember one story that looked at, Disappearing spaces where there is only natural sound and no man-made sound. Humans are are extraordinarily vocal, musically creative species. We're one of evolution and culture's great triumphs of sonic communication. But paradoxically, we're also the great destroyers of of sound out in the wild through the noise we make and through our clearing of habitats. But some of the stories that have stuck with me the longest are the uh, more personal and intimate ones that come from people who don't really have a platform or a megaphone. Um, I remember a series of stories from three black women who were dealing with breast cancer, and they were willing to record audio diaries for us. And they were really powerful, riveting, uh, intimate stories uh, that you just couldn't look away from.
0: I don't consider it a I consider it a T, which stands for a test for me. We all go through tests in life, and this is my test. And at the end of passing my test, I will have a story to tell somebody.
1: Another case is our stories on maternal care or home health care, where these are stories that are behind closed doors, that are very private, but affect so many people, and are affected by some of the policies that are created in our government. These are the stories that expand, I hope, my sense of empathy. When I encounter somebody on some day and they're having a bad day, clearly, I try to remember, I don't know what's going on at home or at work. I don't know what they're dealing with. If I'm sensing some negative energy from them, I don't have to take it personally. I can try to practice that empathy and say, everybody has the stuff that they're going through. Mm -hmm. And I hope they can get to a better place.
0: What will you miss most about The Takeaway?
1: Melissa, for sure, I will miss working with you. It's been wonderful having you as host of the show. There's going to be a big empty space once the show is gone without your voice on the air. I will also miss playing around with sound design, which is, I will say, a term that, wasn't really applied in radio when I started in radio uh, I was just an engineer but as time has gone on and shows have developed their different sounds and we've listened to other radio shows I sort of became a sound designer and uh, Jay and I have really got to play around with adding music and different sound effects and clips to the uh, the segments of the show and uh, I do hope that I'll be able to get to do that but On the takeaway, I had a particular freedom to practice that and try different things that I may not have in the future.
0: Mm. If there is any justice in the world, Vince, I believe that you will because your sound design, your steady hand, your careful ear, those are real and rare skills. And I'm going to miss hanging out with you every single morning. It has been quite a ride for the past couple of years. And thank you for being part of teaching me what this radio making thing even is.
1: Well, thank you, Melissa. It's been wonderful working with you. And I feel lucky to have been a part of this team working with you to bring our great show to the uh, public airwaves.